You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. Hey everyone, it's Keetra. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode of SOB um, Style of Business. Uh, today we have another guest by the name of Leah Smithson. She is the owner of the custom jewelry and art outfit called Talent and the Sun Eaters. And she's going to be talking to us today about her business, her passion, and just kind of giving us a little uh, advice and her two cents on how she built her, her business and her brand. So without further ado, Leah, how are you doing today? Thanks so much for joining us. I'm doing fine today. Thank you for having me. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah, I know we have been going back and forth trying to get this thing done as with a lot of other things that, um, you know, we, we've been touching on here in the last several weeks. But uh, I wanted to have you on just to kind of, you know, for you to give us all of your, your insight on what you've been doing, your background, your past as it, as it pertains to uh, art, fashion, and jewelry, and just let us know all the good things you have going on. So I'll let you give us a brief introduction. Well, as as you mentioned, I am the artist and designer behind Talon and the Sun Eaters. And uh, I like to use uh, art with the art. I like to use texture, movement, and color to touch people's emotions, to transport them to a different place in time or a different dimension of perspective. So that's kind of the thing that I really like to to do with the art through jewelry and through paintings and sculpture. Right, right. And you do a lot of custom craft design. And I know you use uh, like porcelain and unconventional items that a lot of, you know, artists may, um, you know, may not use. So that's good to have like a a unique twist and turn on what you're doing. But um, this is another thing that I that I definitely would hope you would discuss with us. Uh, The title or the, the name of your company, rather, Talent and the Sun Eaters. If you don't mind, just kind of give us a brief description of what that means and what that stands for. Well, a few years back, I did a kind of like a challenge one a day blogging and um, a challenge where I did like an art piece or or art project every day. And I wrote a story connected to it. And the story was based off of um, according or because of a mysterious occurrence, mankind's memory had been wiped of a a species of intelligent life form that was native to the earth. And so the the idea behind the blog, the blogging and a lot of the art that I was doing at that time was kind of connected to that. And talent and the sun eaters was one of the stories that I wrote connected to it. It was a bird and the bird had these living organisms on it that uh, that made it invisible to the naked eye. And the way those organisms did that is that they lived off of eating the rays of the sun. So that's kind of like the background of, you know, where the name came from. It was from one of those stories. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is science fiction then? Yes, definitely. <laughs> so it's, okay. that, hey, that's, that's perfect. As soon as you said the, the, the bird with the you know, the living organisms. It's okay. All right. This is definitely sci-fi channel. <laughs> so that's perfect. Yeah, no, it definitely shows you have a, a creative and, and wild imagination, which is also great. So as far as like the, the art pieces and your crafts and things like that, that you've been doing, like, did, 
did this initially start as a hobby or how did you get involved in uh, art? As long as I can remember, I've always done some sort of art. Uh, And yeah, it, it just, I knew when I, I think I started taking it seriously, probably when I was like eight years old, I knew that was something that I definitely wanted to figure out how, how I could, you know, make a living basically doing, doing that. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, so through the years it's, I've gone, I went to school for graphic design and I majored in that. And that was just kind of like a different, uh, facet of doing something that I love. And so now I'm, I'm really focused on, on this new venture where I'm focusing on the, the fine art aspect of it. And then, and also taking that fine art to where people can wear it around their body and be inspired in that way. Right. Beautiful. Okay. No, that's, that's perfect. And like, cause I know you're just like a, a few years in, I know you're just like a few years in with the actual, you know, the launch of your business. And um, I think you have an online store and things like that as well. But did you, what made you decide to move forward with launching your company, uh, you know, as an online storefront? I've always been interested in with fine art, how art can motivate people. And I kind of wanted to see how that could be expressed with people wearing something on their body. So instead of uh, just having art in a space and seeing how that can change the tone of a space or, you know, inspire people on a daily basis, them being able to wear it around their body and then having the storefront just to make it more accessible to people. That was very important. Right. Gotcha. Okay. And so is there like any, is there any uh, particular inspiration or is there anything specific that inspires your designs or your, your artwork? It's from many different things. Definitely um, nature, obviously will, you know, if you've seen some of my pieces uh, and I'm inspired by that, but even definitely all, all of the, the jewelry pieces began as a painting. So, so from a lot of the paintings that I do, I've always been interested in kind of blurring the, uh, just blurring reality and having, taking those, those pieces or taking elements from those paintings and bringing it into real life where people can kind of use that to, and wear every day is definitely something that has, has been like, um, inspiration for for the the jewelry pieces and then even with like things like the flowers that I've been making out of porcelain instead of it being painted just kind of like as as what we expect a flower to be colored the way it you know like naturally is in real life I wanted to add some abstract elements some uh surrealistic elements so that it's not just typical right and so that that I mean it, it certainly sounds to me like you you have an extensive creative process, you know, when it comes to designing and, uh, you know, painting, but like, as far as the art, the creative process itself, like what, what part do you enjoy most? Is it the, you know, the brainstorming for the idea or coming up with concepts? What's the, what's the most enjoyable part of that process for you? I definitely enjoy coming up with the different concepts. Like I, I feel like I wish, (laughs) or I feel like maybe a lot of artists feel this way too. It's like, you have so many ideas, you kind of just can't get it out fast enough. But in addition to that, just going through the process, I end up having like this love hate. So it's like, at first I'm like super excited. I love what I'm doing. Then I kind of get to like, maybe like the mid or the end, 
you know, as I'm about to finish up the process, I'm kind of like, uh, you know, frustrated with it for whatever reason. I don't know if I'm looking at it too long or what, but, um, but during those moments, a lot of times as I'm trying to problem solve, like, okay, you know, from concepts to like, you know, it, it being almost done, like what, what the disconnect is, it always ends up during that problem solving, like maybe either there's a mistake or something that needs to be tweaked. You always end up with some, some sort of something positive comes out of the fact that things aren't going the way I expected them to go, which ends up creating something uh, surprising. And so that part is always exciting. And then, of course, even seeing how people relate and um, experience the artwork and kind of what it means to them, having them enjoy it, seeing it in their space, uh, that also is extremely enjoyable, too, because they may have a different experience with the artwork than I have. And, and so that part is also, you know, really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine it is. And it's, you know, to me, you know, sometimes when you come across those hiccups or those, those things that kind of hold you back when you're trying to get things done, those are really the times when things t- take a turn for the better. Right. So, you know, it kind of ends up better than what you anticipated. So, Hey, that'll work. You know, that's, that's definitely a good thing. And, and for your like inspiration and staying inspired and just trying to strive to, you know, add different items and trying to build your collection. Uh, where do you draw your, your inspiration from to stay motivated? I try, I definitely try to feed myself creatively when it, it may be through like looking at other art artists going somewhere new, um, you know, traveling, things like that. Also even just reading books and, or, I I really like hiking, things like that, being in nature, learning about different things. Yeah, all of those things. Those are like some of my favorite things that I like to do to really continue to motivate and inspire myself creatively. You got to keep yourself going. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Uh, Okay, now that's good good stuff. And so, you know, with with your brand, I mean, I'm sure that you, you know, take a lot of time and thought just kind of figuring what the next move is going to be as far as, you know, the next item or the next, um, you know, design concept. But when it comes to building your brand, what do you think the most important aspect of that is for you? Like, you know, building the brand. Okay. You know, that the visual part of the brand, you know, you have the, uh, the meaning of your brand, the vision that you want other people to get from your brand. So what is the most important part of that uh, particular process for you? I think one of the most important things is trying to just stay authentic. I think, especially with social media or like I mentioned, uh, just being inspired by what other people are doing or it's easy to try to, um, or even sometimes even getting feedback too with social media, like you get that instant feedback. You definitely want to make sure you stay true to yourself and, and not, um, maybe water down what you're doing, not get discouraged easily. You definitely have to make sure kind of like definitely want to be humble and take that constructive criticism, but you want to make sure that you stick to what you're doing and um, your focus and make sure with when, especially when it comes to a brand that focus is, is, uh, you know, very narrow in, in a way like you don't want to Sometimes we want to like appeal to a lot of different people, but sometimes it doesn't communicate that way. It communicates that we don't know what we're doing or that we're kind of all over the place. 
So that's really, I feel like it very important. Yeah, true, true, true. And I know you mentioned technology uh, and that's, that's certainly uh, an influential part of what a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners, you know, take into consideration when they're developing new products and services, but how has that influenced what you do? Like your, your business uh, and yourself as an entrepreneur, how has technology influenced you? I think it's definitely given me personally, like a lot of independence and freedom because before it's like, you have to go the way the art, you know, a lot of the conventional way to, to kind of get your art seen. You have a lot of, um, gatekeepers that you have to go through and, you know, whether or not you would be seen or be connected to people who love your art was whether or not those people actually connected to your art. And so that's one nice thing about technology with, as far as with social media and the internet is that you have, we have the freedom to kind of just put ourselves out there and find people are ourselves before having to, you know, rely on any gatekeeper and that type of thing. And then also when it comes through the process, Definitely with being able to photography and um, a lot of other computer programs that will kind of may aid me through uh, being able to to create a lot of pieces and even doing, you know, comps of some of the things that I'm working on. Technology definitely is a, a very integral part. Yeah. OK, good deal. And so and, and I know, you know, technology is constantly evolving and uh, even recently with the virtual reality and, you know, it's just, it, it kind of gets overwhelming, but I guess you just have to kind of know which platforms you're going to be able to use or which ones you're really going to put time and effort to uh, promote in your business. So that, that definitely makes sense. Okay. All right. So any advice for aspiring designers or other creatives that are, you know, looking to launch their business or looking to get off the ground? Um, anything that you could leave us with? Well, one thing that I find especially with art, something that is very, um, a lot of, when a lot of artists, I feel like are very emotionally connected to the work because, you know, that's where a lot of the creativity and things kind of come out of. I think it's very important to remember or just to, to stick it out uh, for long-term. Like a lot of times on online we may, or things that we read, it, they will have like a lot of success stories from people who, you know, made it big very quickly, or they may have done, you know, a couple of things. And it seems like success happened for them very quickly. So if that's not happening to us, for us, that we feel like maybe we're doing something wrong or our work's not good enough. And, or like, we may hear that from people. Um, we may even hear that from people who are, you know, art critics or people who own galleries, things like that. But we have to remember that that's just one person. That's still one person's opinion, you know, like to that. I think there was one thing that I was reading and about statistics as far as like getting your stuff seen out there. And you kind of have to, I think it was like, you know, if you put, put out like maybe a hundred uh, postcards or something like that, maybe you'll hear back from two. So you just have to keep, keep pressing. And those that actually do well in the, Art, arts industry are those that don't give up, that'll that'll keep going, that will find there's somebody out there that's going to be able to connect to your work. And, you know, just you have just persevere. <laughs> yeah, persistence. It sounds like you're honing in on persistence there. Yes, definitely. So, yeah, that's some excellent, excellent advice. And so 
as far as business resources and guides and books, I know you mentioned that you, you know, do a lot of reading. Any specific resources and books that you that, that have contributed to to your success? Well, there there's a couple. Um, there's one called Art Inc. And that was a pretty amazing book. And it's about an artist. She I think she actually started learning art when she was like 30. And she talks about how she was able to to start from learning and just made success of her art. Um, and she also talks about the different branches of art, like how a person can go into licensing, how a person can go into or, or start selling their products in certain manners. And it was really informative, I think, because um, she also interviews a lot of artists that are making money from what they make and talking about the different ways they're uh, able to do that. And then another person, um, there's a guy named Bernard Carey, and he he has like a whole series of like demystifying the art world. He has a book books about that. He talks about how to talk to people, like how to talk to, you know, curators and how to contact, um, you know, people, uh, gal- galleries and different things like that. Cause sometimes that's a whole another thing we're trying to figure out if we're intimidated by people like that, you know, how do, how do we talk to them and um, how do we contact them and things like that. So uh, those, those two were really good. And then also there is an online class called creative live and they're really excellent because they have a lot of working artists or a lot of working creatives that are, it's kind of like you get to sit this person down and, you know, ask them all the, the questions that, you know, you would like to ask a, a artist and they basically just give you all the information that, that led to their success. So that's really valuable because sometimes in the art world, we kind of feel like, you know, a lot of other artists, they're not willing to kind of like share that type of information with, with you. So, you know, those are really excellent resources, I think. Yeah, no, that, those are perfect. So you said Creative Live, L-I-V-E, mm-hmm. uh, Art Inc. Is that, that's about Lisa, um, I know you mentioned it before. Do you, do you have yes. a name? Okay. Yes. It, her name is Lisa Congdon, C-O-N-G-D-O-N. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And you were mentioned uh, Bernard Carey. Okay. No, that's, that's perfect. Thanks so much for sharing that with us. Uh, and so before we let you go, let us know if you have any upcoming projects or events or art shows that you're going to be attending this spring and, and, and anything else that you want to, to mention. And uh, also don't forget to let us know where we can find Leah Smithson online as well as Talent and the Sun Eaters. Definitely. So um, right now I've been working on a project that uh, – is um, the, basically the series of the art, artwork is called A Beautiful Decay. And it's by using porcelain to, uh, I'm using porcelain kind of to act as those decaying features. And in a way, it, it's going to honor honor decay in a, in a way. And so that's, that's a series of art par, uh, pieces that I'm working on. And right now I'm still in the finalizing, like some of the places that I'm definitely going to be showing. So please stay tuned for the, that. We definitely will. You can count on that. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So where can we find you You online? Uh, you want to let us know your website, social media handles, all that good stuff. Yeah, my social media, you can um, most, I like to hang out mostly on Instagram and my social media. There's just Leah Smith and art. And I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm on Twitter as uh, Leah Smithson Art. 
And uh, you can find me online at leahsmithson.com or you can uh, find you take a look at the jewelry and um, other things at talonandthesuneaters.com. And that's T-A-L-O-N and the S-U-N-E-A-T-E-R-S.com. Excellent. Thank you so much for being a good sport and, and uh, joining us today and giving us some insight. We truly appreciate it, Leah, and we'll definitely be looking out for the beautiful Decay series. All right. Thank you. No problem. You have a good day. You too. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.